Hey, Dreamers. I can't believe it. We are so close to Dreamers Podcast existing for three whole years. To celebrate this amazing accomplishment, I have decided to put together a live event here just outside of Philadelphia, May 20th. DreamCon will be an all-day event where you can meet past guests, network with other Dreamers, and play minute-to-minute games to raise money for charity, and of course, so much more. Tickets are on sale now at superjoepardo.com slash dreamcon. I can't wait to see you all there. Hey, Dreamers. My guest I'm so happy to have back on the Dreamers podcast. Uh, I I really uh, (laughs) admire this lady so much. Uh, and, and, and I'm so glad that I get to call her my friend. Um, she was here on at back on episode 224, which we checked before we started recording. We recorded this back in January. So it's almost been a full year since we recorded, but it got released. I think it was like April 5th. Yeah. That's called time stretching. I think in the industry, um, and she is back here to talk about the event that she put on, which took a lot of, a lot, a lot of things, right? A lot of guts, a lot of patience, a lot of time, effort, um, a lot of guts, if I didn't say that already. And it was called the Unlimited Influence Live. Now, you might have seen me speak about uh, speak at this conference that was held in Santa Monica, California. It was beautiful out there, even though it was like 60 degrees, um, which was warmer than it was back here in the in the Northeast at the time. Or actually, no, I don't think it was. I think it was actually warmer back at home at the time. But as soon as I got back, it got cold again, um, of course, because that's how it goes. Everyone, I'd like to welcome back Samantha Riley. Thank you so much for having me back, Joe. This is this is like so such a happy moment. I um I love chatting with you. It's just Aww, so much fun. I do too. And I'm you know when when you asked me to come out to to Santa Monica, I I you know I I was a little hesitant because I'm like, oh no, this is going to cost a bunch of money. But you know what? It's so going to be worth it. And it was. And I you know watching you uh in the first, especially in the first day. Um, not, not that it wasn't in the second day, but especially in the first day in the opening talk, I, you know, I was supposed to be working on my slideshow cause I was way behind <laughs> on it. Um, I really admired the, the, the attention to detail of not just of what you were saying to get people pumped, but like how you made people feel like I, I kept looking around the room and like, just how it, it it's like a magic trick. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because even though, you know, we do what we do because we love it and, you know, it's not just a job for us, right? We put our heart and soul into it and, you know, I do do it because I love it. But to hear that other people appreciate what, what is done, it's so humbling. And thank you so much for sharing that. You were you were very welcome. It, it was um it was enlightening for myself, not just because of what you were saying, but to watch, you know, and I think we you asked me that like what's the thing that you took like took away from this and and that was the first thing that jumped to my mind was that first day how you made people feel right there in the moment and uh which is just it's just incredible. Like it really it really is and it it makes me 
um, want to change. And, and, you know, watching even like Manny's talk, right. Specifically, cause he, he was such a detail driven, detail, rich story, uh, that, that like, I, I don't know that I'd ever, uh, seen anybody give such a talk like that. And, and it was really enlightening for myself to think about like the words and the adjectives and the descriptions. And, uh, when you tell stories, so, being there uh it just was was so awesome now for anyone who doesn't know samantha you wanted to go and do it in santa monica why i teach people and i've always said you should build your business around the lifestyle that you want not try and build a business and then try and jam your life into that and the reason i teach that is because i came from a background where i had very successful business uh, for 20 years that were local businesses. So, you know, we had to go, we had to open them every day. And whilst we could go away and we did used to go away a lot, we always needed to make sure that the staff were there, which, you know, made the costs of business go up because you've got staff, you know, in, in doing that thing. So Stuff I and doing that, that thing. That's good job. Good job. That, good that, description. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just told you before we got on this that I was already in this crazy, uh, very tired <laughs> mind here today so all right I'll look for better words (laughs) Uh, so I so I'm very very passionate about building a business that fits the lifestyle that you want and to fit the values that you want and you know just so that you're creating this life that you love so I love to travel and I love the US I love the people there I love the country I just love everything about it so I thought you know what why don't I take my conference over to the US so that I'm building a business that I love and that and that's why I did it. I know and you did it on such short notice. It was like what, less than 3 months when you were yeah. like I'm going to do this. And you told me you're like, "Oh, well, you know what brought it up, right?" And I do you, you remember what brought it up in the I first know place? Exactly what brought it up. Do you want me to share that story? Yeah, sure, sure. All right. So I'm a bit like you, Joe. I love Disneyland. Like Disneyland is just the the shiz for me. Like <laughs> I've been there a couple of times, and from Australia, it's quite a big trip to go there. That's how much I love going. And my partner Leon has never been to Disneyland, and we were it was um, August, and you know, with with I was like, oh, you know, I've been to Disneyland in Halloween, and we don't celebrate Halloween in in Australia very much. It's very very small. What, are you serious? What's the fine small? Um, like there might be five kids in a suburb trick or treating. No one dresses up. Like it's wait, they don't even dress up. Like or the kid, the kids will dress up, right? Like yeah, the kids some yeah, the kids dress up. The the adults don't dress up at all. And you know, I just I love Halloween. I think it's so fantastic. And so anyway, I'm like, we should, babe, we should go to Disneyland for Halloween. And I'm like, okay, so how can we do this? How can we do it? And it took me about 30 seconds before I went, I know, I've got it. I'll run an event over there and then we can go to Disneyland for Halloween. <laughs> so that's truly design, designing your business around the life that you want, right? <laughs> it is. And, and you know, that's something that I, I constantly uh, preach. I, you know, wrote a book basically based around that. And um, you, you've written a book as well, uh, which I have right over here in this giant stack of books. Um, and it's so important to know what you what you want and and how you're going to make that happen so you know again but it takes a lot of guts because like you're not from america you i mean you don't have a ton of 
influence in America like you do in Australia. No. So to be, no. I'm going to do this event and it's going to be great. And and you did it. Like you, yeah. you like you spent a ton of money doing it, but yep. you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's not that close. You know, it took us... 20, min- uh, 20 hours door to door. Yeah, it was a 20 minute drive. It's great. 20 minutes. I wish it was 20 minutes. 20 hours door to door to get over there. 27 hours back. You know, it, it's not close, but so worth it. Um, and I think, you know, you what you said was so true. It's, it's about knowing what you want and then, you know, putting the things in place to make it happen. And I know you're all about the dream, but something that I feel that has come up for me as I was thinking before we got in this call, you know, what do I want to say? And I think what I'd love to, or the message that I'd love to share is that even when you're chasing your dreams, it's not always going to be easy, that there is going to be some really, really, really challenging times. And that's why sometimes it's easier not to chase your dreams. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. I just got off a call with uh, with Erica Gordon uh, from the the Moms Who Chase Their Dreams podcast, and you know, she was. We were talking about the same thing, and I'm like, you know, uh, so I I, I I forget how I came up, but I was like, oh, so I guess I shouldn't talk about the times that I like sat on the or like laid on the couch and cried. And like mm. thought to myself, like four letter word, what am I doing here mm. right now? Uh, this is crazy. I shouldn't be doing this. I, you know, I, I should be doing something else. But I'm so glad that I just stuck it out and kept doing it, um, doing what I loved and doing what I enjoyed because it's yeah. it's so paid off since like since then and and, yeah. and and even in the beginning it's paid off because I knew what I wanted and I was getting out of it what I wanted, which was connections yeah. and meeting people and learning what it is that I wanted to even do with my life. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, when you hit that wall of I can't do this, that's because you're about to go into territory that you've never been to before. That's what the that's what the fear is. But, you know, it's you've got to pass over into that that place. And, you know, it it isn't easy. And and for me, there was a a lot of tears. You know, I, I haven't spoken about it a lot, but even just before I got on the plane, I was here at home and I was packing my bag and, you know, I'm putting everything in the suitcase and I seriously cried for three hours. Because I thought, what am? Yeah, I haven't told anyone that joke. Three hours. I, thought, I mean, I get yeah. it. Like a ten, you know, ten minutes, no, twenty minutes. Just, I have never been more scared in my life, and it's stupid, right? It's just another country of the world. It really should be no different. We have McDonald's was, here. Come on now. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but I was like, what am I doing? Who am I to be doing this? I'm just Sam. You know, are, are people going to go? What the? You're no good. Like, just go back home. There was all these crazy thoughts going through my head you know I didn't know if what I was going to be doing was something very different to what people you know are used to doing in conferences over there which it turns out that what I did do was a little bit different but that was a positive thing because that was you know everyone's like wow we've never done a workshop like this this is great um and that and that's all really good but you know I had this huge fear and and if I didn't have people flying in from all over the world because I did have someone else flying from Australia that had backed herself. And I thought, well, I can't let her down. That's the reason I did it, you know, and my partner, instead of him coming to go, it's okay. He's having his own fears. He couldn't even deal with it because he's got his own fears of what, what is she doing? <laughs> so it, it, we, it, the night before we left, it was a crazy time. 
you, you did have somebody coming from Australia, which you had just met like the week before or something to that effect, yeah. right? Yeah, I spoke at a I spoke at a um a conference the week before, and she really connected with what I was talking about, and she rang me and just said, "I don't know what it is about you, but I." you know, I don't even know what it is you do. I just wanted to reach out and I thought maybe, you know, I'd like to work with you, but I don't know in what capacity. And, you know, we were talking and I just said, look, I'm going to America next week. I'll just give you a call when I get back because, you know, it's my focus at the minute. And she went, oh, wait, you're going to America? Maybe I might want to go there too. And she booked tickets like three days before we left and just jumped on the plane. And, you know, I think she got a lot out of it. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to Karen too much, which, by the way, I, I got to get her on this show because she she is doing some amazing things uh, yeah. in the food, in like the food space, in uh, I guess specifically Australia. Yes. Or even like, it, actually, is it, it's international with her though, isn't well, it? Well, it is. I know she's in Fiji at the moment and she just posted on Facebook the other day that her her lavosh or her so it's Karajong Kitchen lavosh is actually on the shelves in Fiji. So I don't know where else it is, but I can't wait to catch up with her to find out where else it is. No, that that is awesome. And you know what's funny is every time somebody says Fiji, I I can only think of the Truman Show with Jim Carrey. No, not ringing a bell. Yeah, I've seen it, but Fiji because that's where he wanted to go. Connection. Like the whole like, oh, I'm gonna go to Fiji. That's where I'm gonna go. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like this, you know, far off land and and this thing that he was gonna do. I don't, I couldn't even point out Fiji on a map if you, if Probably you circled it's it. Fairly, I guess, closer to Australia, so Australians go to Fiji for holidays. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, what's what's one thing that you you learned from doing this experience about yourself? Yeah, that's interesting. So I know that we were chatting about this on the way to the airport and, you know, I did have this huge trip on the way home to think about it too. <laughs> that my biggest takeaway is that sometimes things, dreams, plans in our head that seem really huge and unattainable are actually not that hard after all. So in my head I'd made this, you know, going over to America to do this workshop such a massive thing And when I got there, it was no different to running a workshop in Sydney. I went in there, I did my thing that I'm, that I always do, you know, I connected people, which I love doing and it was no different to doing it here. It was just a plane ride away, but I'd, I'd made it into this massive thing. And, and it was in the sense that, you know, there was great connections in the room and we had a ton of fun and, you know, everything else, but going to the other side of the world, world to do something isn't as scary as what I'd made it out to be in my head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, well, the, the fear is always, the, I think the, the, the biggest thing, right? Cause we make it up to be something that's so much worse or so much harder than it actually winds up being. And um, especially when you actually speak the language of the country, <laughs> right? Like, Although we did have, we did have some words that didn't quite cross over. Right. <laughs> yeah. But even still, but even still like, it, you know, it's like if we're, if you went to China, like, do you speak Chi- one of I the like, speak four Chinese, different kinds so. of Chinese? There's like four <laughs> different types of Chinese. Not Mandarin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So my point being is like, you know, it's not like you're like, okay, we're going to go to Spain and I don't speak any Spanish. Yeah. And and we're going to make this happen. Like we're going to make it. Do- now you might, because you were in like that, that like, hey, we're in the airport now we're at the hotel probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. Because I, most people that work in service industry, there speak English. Or some yes. some amount of English. Yeah, so, most of them do. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, but even then, it's like 
the fear of that would be is bigger than what it actually winds up being. Um, mm. You know, the worst issues that you could possibly have. Um, it seemed like you had at least planned out quite a bit of it, even though um, there was one thing that we point I pointed out to you, like before we even got started, I was like, Hey Sam, you know, I, I was looking to see what time this thing started and I was having to do the time off the, when does this thing start? Ca- like the countdown um, counter on your site. And you're like, oh yeah, in Australia, we just, we don't do schedules. That's not a thing that we no. do. And I'm no. like, what do you mean don't do schedules? Like, it's got to have a schedule. Like, at least a start time or something. And you're like, no, nah, it does just, you know, people just know. And they they stick around for two days. And Yeah, um, it, I found that very different. Um, yeah. I, I found it very different coming to an event by <laughs> from from an Aussie. Um, and so what what's what's something that you surprised yourself with with doing this oh wow maybe aside from actually doing it right like because you you did it yeah for me it's um there'd been a couple of things that had happened leading into it and um we we'd used our advertising budget and then we had to change the date so we started off with a new date because we'd had to cancel it uh, with zero advertising budget. And I'm like, okay, well, I've got to fill this thing, right? So from the other side of the world, with never having met any of you, like you and I chat on Skype, you know, regularly, um, and, and Manny and some of the other speakers, you know, we, we chat on Skype, but I'd never met any anyone in person. And it was organizing speakers and people in the room with zero advertising budget and actually getting people in the room just from connecting with people and having conversations with people. That's, I think like for me, that's the biggest thing that I'm proud of is that I managed to pull all that together just by getting on the phone and having conversations. And, you know, I'm so grateful to, you know, to you and the other speakers for believing in me and traveling to the other side of the country. We'd never met, you know, um, I could have been some crazy woman. Well, I am some crazy woman, but you never met me, right? But you're the right kind of crazy woman. <laughs> so that to me was was the best thing is realizing, you know, I'm very much about connecting with people and that's what my conference is all about, right? It's about connection and love and care and what, you know, the good that we can do in the world by by really embracing those things. Um, but to be able to actually not just teach it, but do it as well and implement that that was my my that's my pride thing oh man you know and and for me coming from the you know the other side of america and um and actually staying in a hostel because it would have been like 700 dollars to stay in that hotel for two nights yeah um, let's not mention the name of that hotel <laughs> yeah I, I we don't need to mention the name but nah. regardless like I, I i had never stayed at a hostel before so i even got a new experience in <laughs> in doing that and it you know it wasn't bad for the for the for being one seventh the price of of what i could have stayed at by myself not at disney world or disneyland or some fancy like really fancy hotel um you know, I, I, or in a vacation sense, um, and, and where I had an option to pay that, that low, much lower price. Plus staying at the hostel was great. Cause I got to walk around Santa Monica. Like I, I parked at the hostel, which was like half a mile away and I walked back mm-hmm. and forth and it was great. Cause I got to go see the pier and, 
you know, the beach and all that stuff. Like, it was great. Like, to me, that was – because I probably wouldn't have left the hotel otherwise. Yeah, so a completely different experience. That's very true. Um, Yeah, so, you know, and for for me getting to to make those connections and meet those people that you have connected with that you, you know, think so highly of, like, just – it just means so much to, to op- you know, for you to open up your doors to, to well, li- I guess literally the, the doors to the conference room uh, to for me. So I, I greatly appreciate that. Oh, the mutual love, love all around. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, I want to talk about some other things that like what's been going on outside of um outside of uh unlimited live, uh, unlimited live, <laughs> unlimited, unlimited influence live. live. The yeah. UI lie. Yeah, UI lie. Yes. Um what like what else has been going on like the last for the most part year? Yeah, so so when we first connected it was because I was on your show because I'd just written my book. Um, which seems like forever ago and I can't believe it was only the beginning of this year. Two thousand and sixteen has been massive. Oh look, I can see it through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, I launched a new online program for, off the back of that book. Cause I realized from speaking to people that there was, um, a very big gap in the market for people that are just starting their business or got an idea to start a business that can't afford thousands of dollars for a mentor. So I've got a, an online program and a beautiful group of people that, that I connect with every day and check in and, and help with their businesses. But it's just like for them, the cost of a cup of coffee. So that was born and I'm really proud of that little baby. Uh, what else? I started my own podcast because when we spoke last, I didn't have a podcast. So that's been exciting, the Unlimited Influence podcast. And, and um, got you know, podcasting so awesome. You get to meet so many wonderful people and hear so many inspiring stories. And, and we've had you on the podcast, Joe. Oh, what else? Yeah. Um, Organising Santa Monica was a huge part of the second half of my year and getting ready to roll out my my high-end personal branding and marketing uh, program off the back of that. So hopefully, fingers crossed, 2017 will see me in your beautiful country way more. I hope so. I hope so. Um... And, you know, obviously, if there's anything I can do to help uh, push that along, please don't hesitate to ask. Well, I think we'll be working a little bit together because I'm certainly looking forward to coming over and um, coming to MapCon. Yeah, uh, MapCon. See you guys over there. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, So how has your, your dreams changed since being on the show about a year ago? Oh, wow. Big question. My dreams are much bigger now as I've realized that I guess I'd I'd always knew that I was here to change people's lives. And I know that's it it can sound really wanky sometimes, right? You know, I'm here to change the world. But even when I was teaching dance, I, I used to watch that the impact that I used to have on the children because I would, you know, connect with them and listen to them and and the stories that we would tell when we probably should have been doing dance class but you know the parents had come in and say things like you know Chloe picked up towels off the bathroom floor and I just almost fainted and she went yeah Miss Sam told me to do it 
you know, just because we're having this conversation about, you know, if you help your mum, then, you know, this will happen and everyone will be happy. And, you know, I know that sounds such a little thing, but you're having an impact on other people's lives. So for me, I just want to take that next level now. Um, I want, I know that when I help people create profitable businesses, businesses that are designed perfectly for them and their lives, not only are they happier, their partners are happier, their children are happier, you know, you've got all of the family happy, how many people does that then impact? And it's just, you know, instead of these ripples of happiness going out, you know, it turns into tidal waves because the more people that are happy, the more people that create happiness and joy. And I'm all about love, connection, joy and I know that when I get these groups of people together that the ripples that that creates is huge. You know, it just reminds me of why I'm so happy that our, our friend Esther uh, Kish, Kish, right? It's spelled Kish, like a kiss, yes. but it's Kish, um, <laughs> uh, connected us uh, like a year ago uh, because there's, you know, having having people like this, having people that get where you're coming from and get like the social responsibility and the, the values that you, that you hold um, is so important for your own growth. Right. Like, it, mm. cause it's, it's, it's the same, but it's different. Right. Cause like you're supposed to also at the same time have other people that have different you know viewpoints, but like at the same time, like it's still good to have like a baseline of like, this is the things that I hold to be like really important to me. And, to, and then to have somebody that's like from the literally the other side of the world and have uh, very similar um, philosophies line up. It's just it's so wonderful. Um, and it's it's so great to see that somebody else wants to help other people, uh, you know, master their business for more than just how can I make more money? Because there's mm. so many facets to it that people mm. don't even see like it's all oh, it's all it's it's not just all about money i mean that's that's one aspect of it but like if you're you're not a robot you don't live in a bubble and these things affect you and they can change your entire life i've seen it firsthand money doesn't fix those problems it, it doesn't matter like more money will not fix those problems and no. uh it's so important to get what you want and and how you want to be in 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 line and remember that you are only human and you can only do so much and that's one thing i you know sam since taking this position at this nonprofit, um it's really refreshing to hear no after six o'clock you don't have to answer any email mm. you're do your own thing whatever it is that you know go spend time with your kid go uh, you know do whatever it is you want and it's not sarcastic yeah. It's not yeah, a trap. It's so important. <laughs> it's so important, you know. And, and, you know, anyone that's listening in that does know me knows that I do work a crazy amount of hours, and I always have. But the way that I am in business is the way I am in my whole life. I'm very passionate about everything I do. So, you know, I do love to spend time with my kids. I've just written an email that's that's going to go out before Christmas just saying, you know, be present with your children. Be present with your family. I had a, I'll share, I had a funny moment last Christmas. It was, oh, I don't know how hot it would be in Fahrenheit, but well over 100. It was really, really hot this particular day. It's Australia. And I my, don't, it's not it's understandable. Just, it was just, it was insanely hot this day. And my boys had traveled up from Adelaide. So I had all three of my children at my house. And when I say children, they, you know, at that time they were 25 and 24 and 16. So not like little kids. 
and they were going to go to the beach and they decided, no, it was too hot to go to the beach. You know, we had the air conditioning on and we're like, they, you know, what are we going to do? So my three kids walked to the shops just over the road from my apartment block and they, and they went and bought an old board game of snakes and ladders. And seriously, we sat and played snakes and ladders all afternoon and we laughed so hard. You know, sometimes it's just the simple times, you know, we were all present. We were just having a great time. We didn't need some fancy trip or anything else. You know, it was just about connecting and laughing and having the best time. That is hilarious. I've never heard of it called snakes and ladders. I'm looking this up. We have snakes and ladders. We have shoots and ladders. Really? Yeah, that so the slides, so there are slides, and, and oh, the ladders yeah. are still ladders. But apparently, That's Suits so and Ladders goes back, like, a long, long time to, like, ancient India. It's a super simple game. You know, it's nothing fancy, and... Wow, that's so funny. I didn't realize it was an Australian thing. Well, I, I mean, it seems like it, it was. it's a lot of... like So apparently in 1952, there's a version that became Shoots and Ladders uh, from Milton Bradley. So, yeah, that's that's so... that Yeah, I've never heard of that before. So I that, that learned something new every day. <laughs> um, what, uh... What... Yeah... <laughs> do you have a uh a recent favorite memory from like the le- from like this year right like since it's been like about a year since you've been on the show oh my absolute most favorite memory and you're in it joe was the dinner that we had um at after you are live and we had you know all the speakers and some of the people that i'd connected with that had helped me you know bring people into the community into the room and there was 20 of us and 20 of the most inspiring, you know, overachiever entrepreneurs that just, oh, my goodness. That night I felt like was a dream. It was definitely my most favorite, not just highlight of 2016, like it would be right up there as one of the highlights of my life that night. And I just had the best time and thought, wow. I actually created this. I brought these people together and everyone had a great time and said to me, oh, my goodness, thank you so much. And I thought, wow, I brought these people together. So that that's my definite most favorite memory. Uh, you know, I would I would totally agree. I um, And and even in in doing like my own conference like that is the, like, the biggest reward for me. Like I, I don't make a ton of money from my conference and maybe I will at some point when I have a lot more people coming and there's more money flow and whatever, whatever. But for me, it's like, it's about bringing these amazing people together that get it. They get, well, in my case it's podcasting. Um, but in, in UI lives case, it's, you know, it's entrepreneurs and people who are just like that, that see the world for, for like, there's more to it than what we are presented. And, um, and don't just think that, but like actually act on it and do things and, and want to be connected to other people who are doing it. Mm. Um, so special. It is. It really is. So I got to ask you, since we're right on the cusp of a new year, what do your dreams for the future look like now going into 2017? Oh, okay. If, if I can make unlimited influence live and my, my marketing program amplify, uh, 
a well-known um, program over in the States, that will be at my dream next year because I, I love being over there, the people that I've connected with over there. It's amazing how you can have such close friendships with people that you don't interact with in person every day, but, you know, like you and Tamara Thompson and, and Manny Wolf and, and Simon Bogdanovich and all these people that check in with me every week. If I can be there in person instead of having to do Skypes all the time, that would be just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just on the phone with Simon last night, actually. <laughs> <laughs> following up from the from our from the conference in fact there's a lot of people i still need to get in contact with to to have some conversations with and get them on the show as well uh including simon um so so yeah so that's so you're just you're really gonna work hard for 2017 to make the i guess the amplify brand is that the is that the brand yeah it amplifies the yeah awesome and to make that big in the states what about what is it about the states that appeals to you so much do you know i not that you shouldn't but you know no 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 and i do get asked about this a lot and i think that my personality is more um sort of normal over there you know you guys over in the states you just you're so larger than life and you're passionate and you know you you just you just do life in a big way where australians and and i love it here don't get me wrong like australia's home and and life here is awesome and i have beautiful clients here um but very different there's a lot of tall poppy syndrome over here um i don't even know if you guys know what that is i'm not sure like you don't even, okay, you're shaking your head, wow, where anyone in Australia would just be like, tall poppy syndrome is you never tell anyone how good you are. If you do, then everyone just shuts you down and says, oh, you know, you've got such a big head because you're good at something. Like you can't ever tell people you're good at anything. You have to play, you know, it's easier to play small. Um, Yeah, it's a, you have to look up tall poppy syndrome. It's It's a real thing over here. And so a lot of people play really small and my big passionate persona, often people look at me like I've got three heads. <laughs> uh, it's, well, just I just, know, it's just different. I like the polar opposites of it. I love working with Australians. I love working with Americans. I love working with people in the UK. They've got really warped sense of humor and I love that too. <laughs> You know, I I thought you said puppy syndrome, not poppy syndrome. I looked oh. it up and and typed in tall puppy syndrome, and I'm like, I don't know what a tall puppy is, but oh my goodness, a it's tall my silly poppy, <laughs> a tall poppy syndrome, as defined uh, by the first result result in Google, a perceived tendency to discredit or disparage those who have achieved notable wealth or prominence in public life and you know i would say that we we definitely have our fair share of people like that i mean remember we we had the whole like 99 percenters that were out there like protesting for like a year against people that had you know i mean it was a lot it was a lot to do against people that like really messed up our financial situation but you know there was a tendency to like oh no you make money that's not good and you know what I mean? You're just you're rich and you must forget. And it's like, yeah, well, there's people that are rich and like worked their butt off every day and worked really, really hard to make it happen, figured it out yep. and made lots yep. of mistakes that cost lots of money in the process. And those people exist, too. And it's like, you don't 
discredit just because the money is there. Like that's money silly. isn't actually it's it's not a like those people are not only earning money, but they're probably employing other people that need jobs. There a lot of I mean you're gonna always have you know situations where it's not everyone, but there's also a lot of people out there earning a lot of money that are doing so much good in the world. You know, Oprah Winfrey is very, very wealthy, but how much good does she do with that? You know? A lot more than most people. That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you you touched on that uh, pretty early on at at, uh, UI Live where you talked about like, well, you know, money isn't the problem. It's it's the... I, well, my, my opinion is like the philosophy that you're, you, you know, that you, what you want to do with that. Like you could do so much good with, with having money and being able to bring it, whether it's hiring other people to do things for you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's so much more. This is like, um, it's like, oh no, you know, you shouldn't litter. You're right. You shouldn't litter. But at the same time, like if you didn't litter or at least to some extent, um, the street sweepers wouldn't have a job. Never thought about it like that, but it's you so know, true, right? like it's not yeah. not that you should go littering, but like, hey, if nobody littered, then that's one job that wouldn't be there. Or like the milkman didn't wasn't a job. Or I mean, even like truck drivers. And I, you know, I have a big truck driving background. Um, not that I was a truck driver, but look up my history. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, as as cars become autonomous and driving themselves, like mm-hmm. we're not gonna need these drivers not just drivers but the people that look after the parking stations cab drivers like it just opens up a whole you know the even the lawyers that look after traffic offenses what happens to them there's a whole plethora of people that are going to be out of work when we have um cars that can drive themselves yeah yeah so i mean i mean it'll probably open up new industries that we don't even haven't even like considered but um but yeah, so one thing dies, another thing opens up, and I don't even remember where I was going with all this. So uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> oh, skip that off. But anyway, point being is uh, that's it, it's, it's that's why it's really important to understand like what it is that you want to do, the life that you want to live, and why it is that you want to live it, um, and don't compromise for it, right? Like you know, a great example of that is when I was doing a lot of web design work for clients. You know, like I talked to my dad. My dad be like, "Oh, you should totally offer, uh, like a maintenance plan." I'm like, "Great!" So at 3 a.m. when their site's down, they can call me. That's that's how I want to live my life. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, sure, the idea. money, <laughs> the money would be great. Sure, yeah, yeah like a hundred bucks a month or something. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, sure, I'd be able to pay my bills, but I would be miserable. Mm-hmm. I would be absolutely because I'd be at everybody's beck and call for when their site either doesn't work or they can't update it or they need me to update it or. It's like even if you set limits, like you could set those hard limits, but at a certain point, it just becomes too much, and it's like that's what understanding. Like, okay, well, I don't have like a like a rent, right? Like, I don't have a rent for my business. I don't have employees. I don't. The overhead isn't there to need yeah. to have that. Like, hey, if I have fifteen clients and they're all paying me a hundred bucks a month, that's fifteen hundred bucks. I just ate up a chunk of all that overhead that I was paying that I need to pay mm. every month. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then, then it makes sense. But until you scale to that point, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother doing that because it's just not worth it. And that's why it's really important to know where you're heading because you could have very easily gone, you know what? That's a great idea to get money, but not really taking in all of the other decisions that need to be considered in 
in what it is that you're doing. And short sure, money definitely has to be part of that decision because you've got to pay your bills. But th there's so many other things that you need to consider, you know, family and the effects on that and how you want to be living your life and the legacy that you want to be leaving and all of these things. They all, they're all part of the decision. Most definitely. And that's why you have to understand your vision and only you will understand that vision. I feel like Smokey the Bear, like how you, only you can, you know, prevent forest fires or burn it, you know, uh, life fires, putting, basically setting your life on fire. So Sam, I would uh, love for you to share some last thoughts before we share how people can connect with you online. Oh, what sort of thoughts do you want me to share? You uh, put me on the spot. <laughs> well, I guess, um, I guess any, any thoughts to, to anybody who's trying to do uh, not necessarily their own event, but like something that's like as, as big and dreaming as big as like, yeah. let's go do something in a totally different country that I'd never done before. Yeah. So something that's a massive dream. Dream it, see it, feel it, understand what needs to be done to get there and embrace all of that. So before my event, I had a meditation that I did every day and I visualized myself there surrounded by people every day. I've got a vision board with the picture of the room with people sitting at all the tables and I looked at it every day. I absolutely 100% embrace that dream because it was such a challenge and I was so fearful about it. So I really embraced, you know, owning that, seeing it. I used to think about what it would sound like in that room and then using that to go, okay, well, that's how I feel logically what has to happen every day. And, and, you know, all of that needs to happen. So whatever your dream is, see it, feel it, hear it, and use those feelings to map out logically what needs to happen. Because when it's a big dream, there's going to be a big fear. There's going to be a big barrier that you won't want to cross because you've never been there. So you need to use your resourcefulness to make sure that you can get through that barrier. I I love it. I I can't believe that you you, you I mean like for that was like for months you you meditated mm. on it every day every every morning yeah because wow. I had such so much fear around it so I, it was every single day. You know that reminds me of um what it's going to be really depressing. Um, <laughs> that reminds me of when my great grandmother was was getting ready to pass and she was living in my grandparents' house. And I was young. I was um, probably about like maybe eight years old, seven years old, something like that, nine years old. And and uh, I used to go in that room, like even though she was like kind of unconscious in the room, um, like you couldn't like talk to her or anything. Uh, mm. She, you know, I'd go in there quite a bit. And I remember overhearing like my grandmother talking to, I guess, my aunt or somebody. And they were like, oh, you know. He goes in there a lot and I, I probably because it makes him feel he seems like he feels better about it every time he goes in. Like it's not as sad because you keep revisiting it, right? But in this case it's mm. like less fear because you keep revisiting it. It's like um Yeah. You know, you keep experiencing it. Sure, it's it's not physical like in the sense that you're like, Okay, let's let's host four events in America before I go do the real like three like four dress rehearsals before we go do it. But like that's why you do those dress rehearsals, and and if the most you can do is is that um, meditation and and vision of envisioning of it, um, then that's what you got to do. Like, and that's that. Yeah. that I love that. 
Yeah, because um, you're right. It it's, over that, and over. It's, that, it's that fear when you're pushing back from it, it almost makes it more real because you're really focusing on that rather than focusing on what's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And the reward, I mean, and sometimes, you know, I, I feel like there's been plenty of times where I, I focused more on the reward whatever the reward mm. may be, whether it's money or it's, it's friendships or it's networking, like uh, connections, it's whatever it is, right. Um, a trip, you know, uh, yeah. a, a cruise, if you will, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's an idea, <laughs> uh, that some, you know, sometimes, um, that, it, you know, it, I, you become blind to it and you, you don't address the fear that's there and you become like ill prepared, almost kind of like like a cockiness to it, of um mm-hmm. like oh like that that's gonna be fine. I'm just gonna handle it, and it's gonna be great. Um, but you're not actually doing like what you were saying, envisioning it. Even if you aren't sitting down to like m- like physically meditate about it, um, just like in my mind, like I I'm constantly like I do do actually I do do what you were saying, but I don't do it like first thing up when I get up in the morning. Well, you- it's got to work for you, right? You know, that's not going to work for other people. So it's just using those principles and making sure they work for you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. So like, like when I was building out my, my, my talk for your, for your conference, um, I envisioned like chunks of it that what I would say during it. And I just kept playing it over in my mind over and over and over again and changing it and refining it over and over and over again. So like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have to like write everything down to know what I'm going to say. Cause I didn't really know what I was going to say. That's why I built the deck to remind me yeah. to remind yeah, me absolutely. what to say. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. talked about things that I didn't even think I was going to talk about during that talk because I had the time to do it. So yeah, just... and it was a great talk too. It was it was very moving and powerful with the message. Well, thank you. I you know I um, am very fortunate and blessed to be able to to have a, a platform in the first place to to be able to create change and create be able to create movement and to be able to inspire people um whether it's to go do something like get up and go running or or starting their own business if that's what they want to do um or go get a new job or or do something whatever it is that they want to do that's that's you know that to me is so special um, because yeah. we don't always have people to tell us like, Hey, you, you can do this. Um, I mean, I can't tell you to be like six foot eight and, and go play in the NBA. Cause that's not something for everybody, well, but you clearly not going to work you for you, right? You're, oh my God. <laughs> I was so surprised that you were that short. And I didn't even realize it until you pointed it out. And then you're like, Oh and yeah. And I have shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened to me just, uh, I was running a workshop in Sydney on Monday and it was so funny cause we got into the lift to go from, you know, the office I was in down to the ground floor and there was all these other office people around, you know, in their suits and it was all very quiet. And one of the girls just goes, my God, seriously did not imagine you to be that short. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you didn't do um, gymnastics at all. Did you? No. Was it just dance? Just dance. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't short because, like, you know, short people generally do gymnastics. Perfect type for gymnastics, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Samantha, I would love for you to plug your websites and how people can connect with you and uh, find out more about the Amplified brand and, want you know, find out all about future events that you're going to host here, either in, in, in Australia or um, here in the States. Well, they'll be in both in Australia and the States. So you can find that at unlimitedinfluencelive.com. 
My main website is theaccelerantgroup.com. And if you want to reach out and chat with me on Facebook, it's just facebook.com forward slash Sam Riley. But yeah, reach out and say hi. I love to chat. <laughs> and, and you absolutely should uh, take her up on that. She is she is a wonderful human being and, and just so fortunate to be able to call her a friend because like just the energy that she has um, and not even just because, you know, like she has a podcast, right? Well, she has a podcast now, but when we first met, she didn't have a podcast uh but just that that want to um you know help people is is so true and and so real so it yeah go please thank you so much joe i'm so blessed to have you as a friend likewise sam well thank you again for being on the show uh and we'll definitely have you on again in like a year or so and uh well maybe we'll be recording not from the other sides of the corners of the world uh, which is so, it still boggles my mind that like all these years, right? Like I or now, yeah, years um, that I can talk to people that are literally on the other side of the earth, and in many cases have way better internet than the people I talk to in my own backyard. Uh, <laughs> uh, being in the states, it's it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's great. So yeah, embrace the technology. Yes, yes. Don't be afraid. <sighs> all right. Thank you, Sam. Thanks, Joe. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.